Welcome back to our latest episode of People Talk. Today, I'm honored to be joined by Judith Youngman over at the Becker's Group. She's their CHRO over there in Germany. Judith, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ryan. Glad to be here. So Judith, to go ahead and get us started, where's home originally for you? And uh, we know you're in Germany, so where's home now? <laughs> so I was born in Munich, that is in the south of Germany. And now I landed in Berlin, yes, which probably everybody well, at least should know from the name of it, right? We, we would certainly hope so. <laughs> if not, you got to brush up on your maps. Uh, so, uh, where where'd you go to school and by any chance did you study HR in school? So I, I did go to school in Munich because actually, you know, Munich people really like to stay there because it's so nice and cozy. You have the lakes and the Alps and, you know, the mountains. Um, so I stayed for a long time in Munich, um, um, went to school there, studied there. And I studied law, actually, which can be a good, um, yes, a good kind of, yeah, you know, instructive thinking, right? Um, you have a bit of, uh, yes, some legal topics as well. Um, but I actually ended up quite by chance in HR, to be honest. And uh, what was your first job right out of school? So I want, yeah, exactly. So I did an internship. So I was clear that I don't want to be a lawyer or an attorney. Really, I wanted to go into a company. And I did an internship in, at Siemens, which I think you know also in, in the US, um, right? Um, it's, a, it's a big company, actually. I did an internship and then I gave them my application and I was more looking for the legal department, but actually the HR department uh, was calling me um, and I did the first job in, uh, as a kind of labor law specialist in the central um, head office of Siemens and my first uh, real kind of mission was to implement a new law that was taking care of pre-retirement. That was my first job actually. That's awesome. So how do you go from implementing employment law at yeah. CN, uh, to being the CHRO over at Becker's Group? What was that process like for you? <laughs> so I, I actually had the, the idea to go fast to the legal department because I was this you know, fantastic lawyer um, and really a good legal specialist. But then I actually found out in the real life that I like people more than files and problems <laughs> and I also like the broad variety of, of people um, so I did a lot of roles in so I did two more roles in Siemens and I went to the fast-moving consumer goods to Denon that is also known in the US um, they do yogurts um, but they also do the Evian water for example they fill it up and then I went to a digital company Germany and now the latest is at Becker's. And I, I think I was curious. I, I tested a lot. I was open to different roles, more on the generalist kind of path. So I did, yeah, I did some, I, I was sometimes specialized. I was a talent director, for example, an international one for Denon. I was a regional uh, HR director. And then I said at one point in time, uh, leaving Danon, now I have 
actually a lot of experience and I could be the number one now of, uh, of the HR function. Nice. <laughs> so I was pitching, pitching for that. Yeah, it, it's a lot of uh, joy actually. And I'm still, you know, after 20 years now uh, being in the, in the people function, I always try to look beyond um, HR to really understand the business. I also took additional roles for sustainability here at Becker's Group, which is quite an important topic in the chemical sector that we are playing in. So I don't want to restrict myself really to be, you know, this people-people person, but actually I think it is the most fascinating uh, topic within the company uh, and the most challenging one, I think. Yeah, well, when you work with people, you get to, you get to experience all different types of things. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about Becker's. Obviously, you, know, you mentioned a chemical company, so as you all are in kind of the the paints and coatings space. Okay. What, like, let's give us a sense of size. How many employees do you all have? How many jobs do you have open? Yeah, yeah. So I give you some, some KPIs. So in Germany, we call it hidden champion. So we are niche player. Um, we are the market leader in cold coatings uh, worldwide. So we are really a global player, but a small one. It's the employees is 1,900 1, um, globally. So we have 24 factories, it's not very labor intensive. So it's quite, you know, a lot of uh, factories uh, next to our con uh, customers mostly. So that's why we have a global footprint really of, uh, of our production sites. And we are yeah, pretty much on every continent and playing in this yeah, special chemistry field actually of coatings. And are, are most of the jobs that you're hiring for you know, hourly positions in those manufacturing plants? So yes, exactly. So that's why, yes, so that is very decentralized in the site. So I can give you the number that we were recruiting, yeah, uh, above uh, 200 people this year. So there is a generational change. That is also an interesting one um, for me uh, going on for sure, because the chemical sector, well, it's not a, it's, it's old economy, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it has been there uh, for a long time. This company is also over 150 years old and and it's about expertise um, so people have long seniorities um, in the company but now you see that really we have some demographic change especially in europe where our base is coming from in asia we are much younger we have been there for almost 20 years really. so it's a bit of a different game worldwide but this is yeah so so, and then managerial roles, yeah, we handpicked them and we do really, yeah, some, some future planning also of our pipelines. Very cool. And uh, how do you all think about uh, like Glassdoor? Do you guys uh, track Glassdoor score? So what is that? So, um, so it's, it's tiny actually for us. So at the moment, I think we are 3.8 uh, in Glassdoor. Glassdoor is, has launched his, his uh, operations in uh, Europe. Well, I know about Germany that was some years ago and that's still quite small. So there are some local competitors uh, yeah. to Glassdoor. Um, and what I also, you know, in the digital company, um, what I was uh, last uh, before Becker's, yeah, we really tracked it. We had a strategy on Glassdoor. Here in Becker's, it's not my first focus yeah, because I really, well, operators are probably, the, they, they, they are not so much keen on Glassdoor. Mm -hmm. I also think that mouth-to-mouth -mouth is really uh, a very interesting source of information. We are also locally very present then in the you know, communities. 
then mouth to mouth is probably even more um, uh, important for us. Yeah. Very interesting. So yeah, as, as you kind of sit out in your Lean Becker's group, 1,900 employees, hundreds of jobs open, what, what are some of the things that you're thinking about that are kind of top of your mind that other HR leaders should be thinking about as well? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I thought um, what, what could be interesting because I'm here for 20 months now um, on the job. So I should have created some results as well, <laughs> not just uh, plans, but yeah, maybe I'd uh, tell you a bit of my journey that I was coming in. I, I've, I had a quite a, like a green field for HR, for the people function, because um, the level of HR was quite basic, administrative. But what was good for me that the supervisory board, so we are part of a family-owned portfolio um, of um, different companies, also quite diverse portfolio, and the supervisory board and also the, the, the top management, the CEO, was clear that now if we stay at this level of HR, at this basic level, that will be really a competitive disadvantage moving forward. So everybody was quite convinced that they now want to raise the bar really to a strategic level and they need a different um, um, kind of caliber of, and they actually promoted even the, 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 the job then to the C-suite level and very deliberately. And they also gave me the chance to build um, a small, for sure, but a global and also quite senior team to move things in the right direction quite fast. So that was uh, how I came in. And then I like speed. <laughs> I'm also used to speed. So what I was doing, I was doing some intake phase, you know, in the first two to three months. I interviewed a lot of people. I looked at some materials that they had. They also had this kind of, I don't know, a management meeting where they had some international managers before uh, some, you know, I don't know, half a year before or something, and then they turned out, it turned out that actually the, the top number one priority of those guys were people topics. So I could also take some inspiration there. I looked at the business strategy that was uh, formulated by the team. I looked also at the ambition and tried to understand the market. And then, okay, after 20 years, I think you can also then, you know, after something like, months intake really also going to sites you know feeling the people talking to people different and different levels of the organization mm -hmm. um, and I had a I think I had a already a quite a first good picture um, what we need to do and what we should accelerate so I did then I formulated a, a, a people plan a very pragmatic one um, I defined four streams which was organization and change, or is still for sure, organization and change, uh, culture and values, talent and learning, and performance management. So I did not reinvent HR with this. <laughs> I'm clear about that, but I wanted to be very clear, okay, what are the big topics um, that I really listen, um, listen to with my colleagues, with the supervisory board, with the CEO, but also with um, people all over, you know, um, the organization in different levels. So that was crystallizing that they, that will be the top topics. And then I was building my team and I could recruit some, some new guys, international guys um, in this global team. And uh, what I did is we have three presidents of business um, divisions or business lines. 
and I gave uh, everybody of them HR business partner, like a senior person really with a good um, knowledge and background. Um, and I made those business partners at the same time also a stream leader of one of those four streams. I had experimented with this model, you know, already in, in the digital company because I don't want this organization, HR organization anymore in, you know, you have the ivory tower guys, the experts on special, you know, strategic topics. And then you have the business partners or the people partners then in the field. And then, you know, you have some guys, the thinkers, and then some guys the doers or something. And then sometimes also the thinkers are too far away from the reality. Um, and they produce a lot of very nice looking theoretical stuff. So I want to, I want to combine this. I think that's the right model for, for at the moment, actually, to be close to reality and also stretch at the same time, because we as HR experts should also grow our teams and our team members, right? Um, so they also have the, the potential to grow and, and go deeper in some topics. So this is how I organized it and I prepared already a bit. I want to have on the team uh, even before coming in because uh, yeah, you always should be prepared, right? And, uh, to, to move fast then. And then we built this people plan. And what I'm now convinced is that we actually should do things more in an agile way. Okay. Agile is a big word and there you can, uh, you know, can, can mean everything and nothing. But I think uh, what, what I mean by that is, okay, we have a Kanban board. So I could, if I turn it around the camera, you could see it. Where I have a weekly with my global team, like every Monday. And we have really, okay, what's in the backlog? What's in progress? What is done um, about those four streams? So we have really a track on a weekly basis where we are at. And then we are also within those streams, we define, okay, we need to produce now some process and some tools actually for people um, in the sites. And how we, do we do it? We do always a kind of prototype and then we test it in, in one or two countries. Um, we learn from it, we reiterate it, and then we test it again. Um, and so that I think that is what I mean um, actually implementation of the people plan in a more agile way. Yeah? And I think that is really yeah, what I can tell you after now 20 months. <coughs> so we do, well, I, I told you the streams. So we, behind every streams, there is some actions that we did and we are still continuing to do it. And what I really am super proud because the, the global team, uh, globally, you know, in the sites, we have some very small lean teams. In bigger factories, it's a small team, but we also have some one, one woman shows or one man shows um, in some smaller factories. They are all not so senior in the HR competencies. It depends also. We have also some, um, some more senior, more, more, more um, experienced guys, but they have one thing in common is eagerness to learn. And we really, we started with a monthly HR community call and very, you know, consequent in uh, monthly updates where they really know exactly where we are going, what we are developing. They can give feedback immediately. They can volunteer for a pilot project. And what I'm so proud is that 
we are moving so fast because they are really on it, you know, they are really with, um, in it and they're doing it and they really excite me with a lot of great news. Uh, for example, we were launching an engagement survey, a global one, which was the first time. There were some global initi uh, local initiatives sometimes, but not a global really and one tool also one one kind of system that we use so we defined that quite fast and then we had a participation rate a lot of sites even 100 percent of participation overall average i think it was then 86 or something for the first mm -hmm. time so it was really incredible yeah and that is um, that is really the job of this fantastic team that is just hungry and, and eager to learn and is really engaged yeah? And what I also try to do as we have this kind of, well, that you have a, this basic level, I think it's okay. So you need to build a lot, which is great on one hand, but you also can say, oh my God, you know, how, where do I start? Um, <clears throat> but um, sorry, but I also, I think we have the chance to do sometimes two steps um, at once. Yeah. So we can take the newest learnings. I don't know, neuroscience in performance management, should we do this kind of yearly uh, performance review? Should we, how do we structure even reviews? What is the real thing about feedback? How do we do it in a continuous way that is fun and is not academic and boring and terrible <laughs> and is raising just the amygdala, whatever, <laughs> center of the brain? <laughs> so I tried to bring all, all these new insights in already, now building, you know, those new tools. And I think then it's an advantage also to have a bit of a green field uh, in front of us. Huh? Yeah, that's awesome to hear. So on the engagement survey that you all did when you launched that, uh, do you mind sharing who you all used to, to run that survey and um, maybe any like big learnings that you had from that? Yes, yeah, so I, I used a Nordic uh, company. I, I, I had a fancy tool from the digital, but I'm not coming in in a totally different company and say, okay, you know, I'm recycling now all the stuff that I did last time. So mm -hmm. I never do that. I think that's, that's absolutely the wrongest thing that you should do. So I wanted um, a service, uh, yeah, a service provider that is also used to manufacturing companies that we get the right benchmarks, right? And, and what I liked with them is also, so it's a Swedish company actually, and they have this feature where you can also have as an employee a kind of mirror, where am I with my engagement? Because a lot of engagement service, I think they have this element of very passive questions. Yeah. So or, or kind of the, the wording already of the questions is, that the employee is feeling, okay, now I'm the passive receiver of this, you know, great motivation speech of my boss, uh, this wonderful information flow that is created, this whatever, you know, fantastic development opportunities. And I'm very passive and I, I'm then, you know, leaning in my chair and say, okay, what, what are you bringing to me? And they have this feature where you actually say, okay, where is my engagement actually and how do I position myself? So it's also a mirror to the organization, to the employees. Okay, so look at, 
and then look at where you are and what is your factor and what is you know what is your attitude that you also bring on yeah. to the table. Um, so I like that a lot because I don't want to get this or I really what I really hate about an exercise like this that you have a lot of fantastic intelligent observers but no initiative you know to to uh, collaborate in making a change together yeah yeah um, and that's why I like this uh, system much more much more active that's great to hear well to go ahead and yeah. wrap this up what's your what's your favorite uh, HR tech tool or a, a tool that you use a uh, kind of do your job yeah yeah so we launched just um, the the um, actually a big uh, HIS tool this year in record time so we started in in Jan and then launched it in the self-service in in the summer in 18 countries so I'm super proud of that oh, so we have now all the operators with their smartphones you know checking their data uh, flying for vacation and that kind of stuff which is in the yeah in the in the factories really a step change uh, in, in yeah. most of the factories and i also like this recognition tool that is quite a fancy thing they also have this feature and what i like about so you can thank uh, a colleague um, and rate and you know praise them also on a on a behavior that is according to those values um, that you see behind me also on the wall so and that is a that created a momentum because we we introduce it in trainings in the summer but it's i see it now that it's used daily and we did not do a big campaign uh, for it it's really a self-starter and that is always great right if you're yeah. not don't need to carry people to <laughs> to the activity yeah that's great and, and what was that hris called if someone wants to check them out so they they are a uk based so they have been Bought by Sage, so it's now Sage people. It's it's it used to be called Fair Sale. Um, so it's a pragmatic tool, and I think for our scope, it's a it's a very good tool. Awesome. And uh, what's life like outside of work for you? So uh, I love traveling. I really like to see the world. Even even if I do a lot of business traveling, I still get I'm still hungry <laughs> to see the world. I'm a very curious person, so I'm obsessed. The, the older I get, the more obsessed I'm um, on learning. So I read a lot, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I really try to immerse myself and challenge myself also with some scientific stuff uh, that you know I only uh, understand 70% of it. I love to go out for dinner and in, in cool restaurants. Yeah, so I'm I'm a bit on the move. You know? That's awesome. And uh, if you were to roll the clocks back to your 20-year-old self, uh, just getting started in employment law, uh, what advice would you give yourself? <laughs> so, you know, 20, I was too, it was too late for me to not uh, study law because I would not do it again, probably. It's too long <laughs> to <Yeah>. cover some. <laughs> but I think for um, a younger self, I would say ask all the stupid questions that come up because I, I now make a joke, joke out of it. And I said, okay, I'm uh, from HR, so I'm allowed to ask all the stupid questions. Uh, and now I dare to do it. And I know always in the room, everybody's very happy that I take this role because those simple questions uh, that actually ask about the essence of things, I think they are the most helpful ones. 
and probably at uh, uh, in this age I was not daring enough. Um, so I needed to build this kind of confidence um, that I was daring to do that. So that would be my advice, actually. That's, that's great. Well, everyone, you all heard it all here. Uh, Judith Youngman, the CHRO at the Becker's Group, her number one piece of advice is don't study law, but if you are too late, then ask the questions and be daring. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you, Ryan. It was a pleasure.